The story of Ananias and Sapphira is a story that is well known in the church. How they lied to the Holy Ghost and misrepresented a gift to the church and how God right there in the midst of the congregation struck them dead, both of them. One in the morning service and the other in the evening service. I've seen something interesting in verse number five. The Bible says that uh, hearing these words, Ananias fell down and gave up the ghost and great fear came on all them that heard these things. And look at verse number six. The Bible says, uh, will you read the next four verses, five, five, verse, five words with me, the next five words. Ready? Here we go. And the young men arose. He wound him up and carried him out and buried him. Three hours later in the evening service, Sapphira comes, having no idea what happened. And she's part of the lie. And the Bible says that God likewise struck her down. And in verse number 10, the Bible says that uh, then fell she down straightway at his feet, yielded up the ghost. And look what the Bible says. And the young men came in and they found her dead, carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. In both cases, the young people carried uh, something out of the church. In both cases, it was the young men who saw something that didn't belong. The young men who saw something that wasn't appropriate in the house of God, and they carried it out of the church. Imagine what it was like to be in church that day. Uh, imagine this. Imagine parents. You ever, you ever try to ask your children, you know, what they got out of the service. How many of you have ever done that? You're at the dinner table and you're trying to figure out, you know, so, so how was church today? How was Sunday school today? Could you imagine these young men coming home after church? Could you imagine the look on their face? I mean, normally they probably just walk in, but now they're, and then just <laughs> freaked out. And they sit down and maybe dad had to work late or, or uh, uh, was in another part of the service and they're eating dinner and dad says, dad says, uh, how was church? And these boys are, and dad says, anything interesting happen? <laughs> they're just, they're just, at my house, we try to ask, you know, what church was like and what the children learned. And, and we get the typical reaction, you know, it was good. Okay. <laughs> How was Sunday school? Good. We try to dig deeper. We're looking for meaningful, meaningful conversation. Something we can capitalize on parents that are trying to raise our children to nurture and admonition of the Lord. Anything, you know. What did you learn? And, and uh, it was good. Soon we're employing every psychological tactic, the, the gray arts of, uh, of interrogation, uh, trying to pull out of them what they got out of the church service. And we're lucky if we get just a few words, but not this day. Not in that house. Dad, do you remember Brother Ananias? <laughs> Yeah, uh, not no more. What do you mean? He, he died, <laughs> and I carried him out. You know, do you have any hand sanitizer? No, but uh, the evening service, the same thing happens. In the evening service, the fire comes, and, and she lies, and 
falls down, and the young man arose. I want to give you a few thoughts tonight on what was carried out of church in just a few minutes. Number one, I want to say this. As I look at this story, uh, the first thing I want to say is I like the initiative. I like the fact that the young men got up and did something about a problem. I like the initiative that the young men arose. You know, there were older people there. Peter was there. There were deacons there and, and teachers there and adults there. But I love the fact that when the young people saw something that didn't belong, on their own, they got up and they carried it out of the church. Instead of sitting back and sleeping through the service, they arose and they did something about a problem in the church. And I am asking God, and I have asked God to give us some teenagers that will have initiative and that will, that will rise up and do what God wants them to do. They saw something that didn't belong and they took care of it. And, and uh, friends, all of us need to have initiative tonight. All of us need to take inventory of our own life tonight. And, and if there's something that doesn't belong, if there's something that has crept in, if there's a smell of death in our own lives, hey, before we get caught, before we get called out, why don't we take initiative and carry something, carry it out. God loves us too much and people have prayed too much and too much has been invested for us to just let something that's dead uh, lie in our lives. We need to have initiative. What did they carry out of the church? They carried out an encounter with God. I'll tell you what, I don't know what every other church service was like, but that church service, they saw God. That church service, I mean, something, God showed up. It was an encounter, it was something that they never forgot. It was something that they no doubt rehearsed in their mind again and again and again, probably as long as they lived. Man, every time I come to the church, I want to have an encounter with God. Every time I come to this place right here, I want my children to walk out having had an encounter with God. Uh, that's why we as adults, church family, we need to come in ready to go. Hey, how can we expect anybody to carry something out if we're not bringing anything in? Man, we drag into church. Listen, we need to show up with a prayer on our lips. We need to show up ready to sing. We need to show up with a tender heart and a tear in our eye and ears willing to listen to the preaching of the word of God and a heart that's willing to respond that we might have an encounter with God in this place. And pastor says it's prayer time. Man, we need to take that seriously. But look, look, it ought to be a flood of adults come to the altar and say, man, now this that might be the most important time in church. God, would you show up? And God, would you work? And God, would you speak that my children might carry out an encounter with God? What was carried out of the church? An encounter with God. I'll tell you what else was carried out. When they picked up Ananias and Sapphira and they walked them out of the church, they walked out half-hearted service. Think about it. This is the early church. This is a time when people are giving everything, losing their jobs, facing persecution. The Bible even says in chapter number four, uh, it, towards the end there, how people were selling possessions and giving everything that they had. And Ananias and Sapphira, the Bible says in verse number two, kept back part. They were half-hearted in their service. And when they were carried out of the church, half-hearted service was carried out of the church. You know, the fastest way to hinder the work of God is to come to church and to be holding back. It's the fastest way to hinder the work of God. I promise you no one ever got to the end of their lives and wished that they would have held back from their service to God. 
Nobody ever approached the pearly gates thinking about the car that they could have owned or the house that they could have lived in. Nobody's ever done that. I'm telling you, uh, one of these days we're going to get to heaven. And I promise you, just like the song says, we'll wish we had given him more. And when they carried Ananias and Sapphira out, they carried out half-hearted service. Those who were not willing to give everything, those who were not all in, uh, they carried them out of the church. And if we have any of that in us, and all of us do from time to time, we need to carry it out of our own lives. If there's anything inside of us uh, as adults and teenagers and, and Christians that just half in, half out, my friends, we ought to find an altar tonight at the end of the service and say, Lord, help me. Jesus was all in for us, and we ought to be all in for him. Half-hearted service was carried out of the church. I love the song, By and By, when I look on his face. Beautiful face. Thorn-shadowed face, By and By, when I look on his face. I'll wish I had given him more. More. So much more. More of my love than I e'er gave before. By and By, when he holds out his hands, welcoming hands, nail-ribbon hands. By and By, when he holds out his hands, I'll wish I had given him more. Tonight's a pretty good night. You see the young people and evaluate your own life and realize we need a church on fire for God again. All in for God again. We ought to carry out half-hearted service. Next, they carried out hypocrisy. When Ananias and Sapphira were carried out of the church, yes, it was two dead bodies, but more than that, it's a picture of hypocrisy. Look, if you would, verse number two, the Bible says they kept back part of the price his wife also being privy to it and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. As if to say, look, we're just like everybody else giving everything. Ananias and Sapphira cared more about what the apostles thought than they did about what God knew. And that's hypocrisy, my friend. And I'm going to tell you something. When hypocrisy is detected in our own lives, we need to carry it out. Hypocrisy is when the outside matters more than the inside. And by the way, both are important. Both are important. But hypocrisy is when all we care about is the outside. And when we're in church, and when we're by the preacher, and when we're in public, we act one way. But, but God knows something different. That needs to be, hey, that was carried out of the church that night. That ought to be carried out of our lives. Next, and I'm done. Just a few thoughts. What was carried out of the church that night? Put yourself there. Imagine as two people are struck down. Young men pop to their feet and carry them out. Man, they carried out an encounter with God. I want to have an encounter with God in this place. They carried out half-hearted service. And when half-hearted service is in my heart and life, I need to take initiative and carry it out. Amen. They carried out uh, uh, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. We need to carry out hypocrisy. There is nothing more attractive to a lost world than authentic Christianity. And by the way, it can be seen. When it's there, it's there. When it's not there, we need to carry it out of our lives. The last thing that was carried out, verse number five, the Bible says, and Ananias hearing these words fell down and gave up the ghost and great fear came on all them that heard these things. Verse number 11, and great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things. You know what they carried out of the church? The fear of God. That's what was carried out that night, the fear of God. You want to know what I want to pass on to the next generation, what I want carried out of our church? The fear of God. 
What kind of a community would we live in? What kind of a country would we have if people just feared God again? Church, that starts right here. Right here. We need to have a healthy fear of God. Not just a fear of what God can do to us if we mess up, but a fear of what we would do to him, breaking his heart if we mess up. A fear of God was carried out of the church. I wonder what needs to be carried out tonight. What is it that you and I, as we examine ourselves, the young people have been in front of us all night and they'll continue to be in front of us. What is it that we need to carry out of the church? Would you bow your heads, please, and close your eyes? We'll not give an invitation where you come forward, but just a few questions. Who would say, Brother Judah, I need to start bringing something to church? Enthusiasm. I mean, maybe an amen. Maybe a tear in the eye. Maybe a, maybe a willingness to sing and to pray and just, how could I expect anybody to carry something out if we're not bringing anything in? We've become so mechanical and passionless in our church attendance. Who would say, Brother Judah, I want to carry, I want to bring something into church. First of all, would you slip your hand up and let me see? I need to start bringing something into church. Maybe you're older, maybe you're an adult, but you need to start bringing something in. Slip your hand up good and high. That's good. Who would say this, Brother Judah, my heart wants to see the next generation carry out an encounter with God. And I'm going to pray to that end every time I come to church. I'm going to have that on my mind. Boy, we need that. You wonder why? You wonder why young people, and often I hear the statistics of young people who leave the church. And you wonder why that happens. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, it's hard to leave the presence of God. You say, Brother Judah, I want the young people, and I want to carry out an encounter with God. Maybe you need to pray for the preacher more. Maybe you need to, maybe you need to approach a service in a different way. But that's you. Would you slip your hand up and let me see? I want to carry out an encounter with God. Who would say this, Brother Judah, in my life? Now look, it's just us, church family. But in my life, there's some half-hearted service. Half-hearted service. I can think back to a time when I was more dedicated and more surrendered and more, and now it's just, I mean, I'm here. But sometimes I'm only half here. And tonight, I'm carrying that out. So much the more as you see the day approaching. So much the more prayer. So much the more giving. So much the more encouraging. So much the more preaching. So much the more, hey, you say, I'm going to carry that out of my life, Brother Judah. I've slipped a little bit. I'm going to carry that out. Would you slip your hand up and let me see? Half-hearted service all across the crowd. Good, good. Hypocrisy, fear of God. All of these things need to be carried out of the church.